Hey everyone, it's episode 7 of WDW Happy Hour. I'm Catherine, joined by my podcast members, Matt, our intrepid producer. You almost forgot my name. Nope, I didn't. I was just going to say something meaner than that, and it came out nice, so just oh, wow. be nice. This is one of these marital spurts. <laughs> um, I've got Scott here, hey there. we've got Rob, and we have Holly. And we are just sitting around the table enjoying a real happy hour, I may add. This is, this is pretty authentic. Fast and loose. Yes, fast <laughs> and loose. Um, so we're going to start topping it off this week with a drink featured by our own lovely Holly. So what do we have this week, Holly? All right. Well, I'm taking it to the Polynesian Resort back at the Tambu Lounge, and I want to talk a little bit about the Lapu Lapu. Mm. Um, probably one of the greatest drinks. Um, bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, it's Meyer's original dark rum with tropical juices like pineapple and orange and a hollowed out pineapple. And it's also topped with Bacardi 151 rum. Generously topped <laughs> off. <laughs> so Lighting it on not, fire. Yeah, this right? is like knock you on your butt. Yeah. Wait, do they light it on fire? No, I'm saying no, no you well, could burn it. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. you could. They yeah. really top it off. So I definitely recommend eating something before you drink this. <laughs> Good call. Um, because I made the mistake and did not eat anything mm. prior. And it took me a while to finish this drink. Like you look into the pineapple, you don't think there's a whole lot in there, but there's a lot in there. So. It's, it's easily, you could, two people could split yeah. this. Right, I mean, it, oh, it's yes. not cheap. It's like fifteen. Or bucks, one person could finish but... theirs and then half and then be forced to finish the rest of everyone else's because right. they go, I can't finish this. And I, yeah, it was me. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I drank two full lapu lapus, and that was at the end of the bar crawl. Well, that was middle. Yeah. Was that the end for Matt? Yeah. It was the end for me. It's a definite like must try when you're at the Polynesian. So. It just feels so right to have the right. pineapple yeah. and your, out. Yeah, the Polynesian, the atmosphere, everything is just beautiful. It's right. it's great. And, and I'll post the recipe on Facebook. I actually found a Lapu Lapu recipe you can make at home. You yeah. made these, didn't you? Last year? Am I confused? Yeah. No, you did. For your birthday. I could have yeah. sworn. I, I attempted. Yeah. I attempted to. Yes. Okay, it was Rob who did it. Yeah, yeah, but for, they, were, for, they were good. Oh, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was Because we, it was went, to, um, we went for yeah. sushi this yeah. year, but at our place two years ago. Oh, yeah, it was it a food and wine <laughs> party. We had a food and wine That's party right. for Holly and Scott's birthdays. So, yeah, it was, oh, it's so good. They put good. the top on the pineapple and the straw goes in it. Like, it's a nice little, like. And it's like a little teepee hut. Like, they put, they yeah. like kind of triangularly shape the top of the pineapple and then there's a little cutout for the straw. Talking about things to tip well for, this is an intensive drink for oh, the bartender to make. We were yep. talking about that last They're time. expensive. I, I kind of recall them being pretty <laughs> yeah. expensive. This is yeah. the one Matt was like, I've got it, guys. And like, it was like the, the, the bar tab to Wait, let me on. call my credit card company no, and have on. them raise the limit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, that was a good. Matt's, Matt seems bitter. I don't know why. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, uh. I'm just being silent, which is something people aren't used to, so it makes them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It does. Yes. That, that's a good choice, Holly. <laughs> yeah, so good. I'm surprised that's and, and it, it, it come fits up well with our main topic yeah, it, today. It, so. it goes very well with our theme Absolutely. Today. So 
Well, let's go to news before we hit the main topic. And Rob, what's going on? Sure. So first news story. Um, this is just a rumor, but it's been reported quite a bit on the internet. Like Go your Tower of Terror rumor, bro, that never I know, came to fruition. I know, I gotta watch where I get my news from, but... Um, <laughs> that crazy internet. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy to now replace Universe of Energy? Question what? mark? Yeah, so there's reports that Guardians of the Galaxy will be making its way into Disney parks. The original rumor was they were gonna theme Mission Space to Guardians of the Galaxy. However, the newest rumor is that the franchise would instead replace the Universe of Energy attraction. So the new attraction is apparently already approved and plans are underway. The current building may be gutted or demolished for the new attraction to take over. The current Universe of Energy has been at Epcot since the park opened in 1982 and barring a few updates is basically still the same. Hmm. So that is out there. I'm going to miss Bill Nye. Yeah, I'm and gonna Ellen. Ellen. I'm, I'm going to miss Stupid, stupid Judy. Judy. <laughs> nice. Um, so this got me thinking. So I'll open it to the floor. Um, I, I think we would all agree that this attraction, meaning the universe of energy, needs some sort of change. Whether it's kept the same, I mean, or updated, or just completely Better leveled. And, and When's the last time everyone's done it? Like seriously, like you've been, we've been in the park so many times. We did it. it. I did it with Robin Holly. Maybe when? was that? Oh, that was the time Matt was studying the whole time. That was yeah. February. I of think last that was year. like a random like. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. on the plane. Oh, I did it May of last year before you guys got down when I went down early that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Universe was... of Energy has its perks. It's a forty-five minute ride in air conditioning. Yes, I feel like that's the only reason people. If you've never done it before, or. If you if it's like sweltering hot or <laughs> raining and you're trying to get out of the elements for 45 minutes, or if people want to take a nap because it gets really you don't, dark. Do in you there. think little kids who like dinosaurs would like it? Go ride a dinosaur. There's <laughs> a whole there's a whole ride about um, it. I just I just think it's so dated. It's just it, it yeah, hurts totally. to see like that Jeopardy thing the with the clothes they're, they're wearing. Like, so young. Yeah, I mean, even Ellen, like, she looks the same, but, like... She looks just, great. Yeah, and she hasn't really changed, but even Bill Nye, like, just the clothes, it just needs such an... Even if they reshot that and kept it the same, it would at least update it somewhat. Yeah. You know, so it, what, you what, what was your... Yeah, you're qu you had a question about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sorry, what was no, your question? No, so, so it got me thinking was, what other attractions... We'll just limit it to Walt Disney World... We're all in agreement. Universe of Energy needs something. What other attractions would, you know, your top attraction that you would want to see replaced completely? Re not just a, a remodel, not just a rehab, but like completely either rethemed, redone, stitch. So what's stitch. Expe what's expendable? Yeah, yeah, stitch. 100%. Yeah. That ride sucks. That's, that's one I never get on if I wanted to do every ride in the Magic Kingdom. Buzz Lightyear. Yep, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, that, that I go to instantly to Buzz Lightyear. It, it's funny that in the other one would be... And I understand the appeal of this and it's got the nostalgia to it, but Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh my god. I it's, thought you were going to say uh, Carousel of Progress. No, absolutely not. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. But... Um, it takes up so much space, and it's just, how is that tomorrow? Like, yeah, it's just these the old is indie cars. I know, and it. I... 
kids love it. I mean, there's nothing like the appeal of being like, I can drive a car. Like, there's just nothing like that. And that's why the line for that is still But I feel feel like with other, you could do that at almost every amusement park. They have some sort of car driving. You think of Hershey, which... Yeah, the old time car. Right? I mean, and it's not a unique... experience no and the amount of real estate it takes up where they're going to be running out of land in the magic kingdom you know soon enough so it's like can they just wipe that out and put something it just doesn't fit into the tomorrowland theme and that's that's fair yeah that's true it's just it's just cars i mean it's not really what is tomorrowland about it i never thought about that yeah, Catherine. It bridges the Tomorrowland fantasy land because that could sure. technically yeah. be considered part of fantasy. But it's land. called the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yes, that's the yes, problem. it is. I understand. I don't know. Maybe make it officially part of fantasy land and theme it to cars. Yeah, that would be cool. That would oh. be. Fu- I'd be fine with that. I so actually, you could so you could drive Lightning McQueen. Yes, is that what you're yeah. saying? Like there would be some sort of storyline that you know you're so trying to get to the big race or something but that's such oh, a rip wow. of it's like just, yeah that'd be just good. a crappy radiator spring yeah racer. it would be just like a, <laughs> but you would actually drive yeah but, like right. the kids would drive the cars interesting yeah hmm. we were we rode um the barnstormer the last time mm-hmm. which it, it's good because i can see it being a kid's roller coaster that they have there but man was that a disappointment you need some of those though <laughs> you need some coasters that are like in between like my kid's are not quite ready for big thunder he yeah needs and that's a why something. i hesitate but it wasn't a comfortable coaster anyway no, like, it was even tight. if they made it i felt i mean we were squeezed in it it was very like on your shoulders just I, like because we're I, adults i went for the, my yeah, own role, row and i i was so glad i did yeah any any time a child's gonna go, an adult probably is gonna go with them. Not me, man. You just send your kids that, off. <laughs> go that, ahead, man. That ride would have been right up my alley. I I, I would have loved yes. that. I mean, the Trailblazer yeah. in Hershey Park. Yeah. If anyone's familiar, that was my favorite ride when I was a little kid because it was fast. Mm-hmm. It was fun, but it wasn't too thrilling. There weren't too many drops. I mean, sure, I would love to ride Seven Dwarfs over and over and over again, <laughs> but that's just not feasible with how long that line is. Can we can we talk about the general feeling of overlaying universe of energy with Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I feel like that's where I have my biggest sticking point. I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy should be in universe no. of energy just as much as I think Frozen should be in Norway. That does not fit the design of Epcot, especially Future World, which mm-hmm. its purpose is education. Yeah, you, you're bringing up a, a bigger point here. So. If they put a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, I don't think it's going to be a universe of energy theme necessarily, no. right? It's probably some sort of ride mechanism. Here's but, my, but it's not all entertain. It's I'm sorry, it's not all edu- education because look at the Captain EO. Um, look at Honey yeah, but that Astro. was imagination. That's that's the imagination pavilion. You were supposed yeah. to learn about your imagination. He was going on a ship. How into- is Mission Space education? 
Yo, yeah, you're learning about propulsion. yeah propulsion zero G's. I guess, but you could, literally you, have to deploy. The, but you can totally, <laughs> and if you don't, you second die. stage, second I stage. I told rocket. you about the time that I was riding with the two kids, and there was a spot next to me, and I felt like I had to press the buttons because there wasn't somebody in the seat next to me. Heads I didn't up. Wanna, you saved those kids. I did. I saved those kids' lives. What's going? You got on? a problem? No, nothing. Oh, you're making an awful face. Go but, ahead, but, Rob. It, but it brings up the larger point of is future world eventually going to need to be rethemed no. in this uh, i i know because that's my favorite park so. i know and but i mean there's rumors of a tron type ride moving in there is is that what guardians of the See, galaxy See i think that's like, at least more futuristic guardians of the galaxy seems i mean i love guardians of the galaxy too it has great. nothing it's nothing against that property cuz i truly love that Marvel movie. It's maybe my favorite Marvel movie. Wow, big words. Um, but I just... It doesn't belong there. If it belongs in Hollywood Studios, great. You, I mean, Magic Kingdom, sure. Anything can be thrown in the Magic Kingdom. You can make the theming work somehow. That could be in Tomorrowland. Sure. Sure. But something about it being in Epcot where the purpose is story with education does not sit well with here's me. here's what they should do and you're gonna hate this i think <laughs> oh boy they should move carousel progress to future world i'd be okay and put I in mean, the guardians of the galaxy ride in tomorrowland where where it is there i have no problem <laughs> whatsoever with guardians of the galaxy going there i don't think that i well, think what could it be what could it possibly be a ride like a thrill like a do you think like a thrill ride or like a dark, like kind of like almost like a Transformers ride? There's a lot of room there. I mean, when you think about where that ride car goes, it's large. Not only that. There's a lot but, of area in there. Yeah. But the Wonders of Life Pavilion is right next door. And that is essentially a temporary space right now. That is the Food and Wine Pavilion, which could go anywhere. That could go in the Odyssey Building where they had the beer flights last year. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's ex that could go anywhere. Um, Absolutely. But it's the, I mean, they could demolish both of those buildings if yeah. they really wanted to build something freaking huge. And I, I just, I, I, I think Mission Space feels really dated too. I just think that area just feels, I think there's a lot of stuff in Future World that just feels dated. I mean, keep Spaceship Earth as it is, at least right. for now, until you do like a minor update you know, years down the line, but I don't think anything's safe there. For me, I don't feel super attached to the, anything at the Imagination Pavilion. Okay, Soren just got a reefer, but I don't feel like really attached to living with the land or even um, the seas with Nemo and friends. Like, I don't really like, I, I don't view any of those as classics, nor do I think a lot of people, I mean, they're not classics. Uh, rides or attractions. I think I think that nothing's really sacred. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. Is there like one ride in Spaceship in future... Earth is sacred? Right. Be, I'm sorry, Spaceship Earth. Yes. And I don't think they're gonna mess with Test Track or Soren. It's too recent. Yeah, those are too new. And I even think Nemo's a little new for them to. I don't think they're gonna mess with that. And the no. seas. I mean that that's a perfect tie-in with a property where there is a light education. But it melds really well with the actual purpose of the education. Like, you know, like you sure. go into the 
Nemo room and you can see all the clownfish in their aquarium and like even when you're at the end of the ride and there's right. the projection on the yeah. I mean that's that's a cool effect and you know little kids are going to be there for Nemo but then it is cool to see the the aquarium behind. Plus I think the land I mean they have so much built in there with the gardens and things like that that they've got and the vegetables and plants and all that that seems like a significant change that they would have to make mm -hmm. if they were going to revert that or change that to something else and how could they really remove that because that seems like it's kind of like on the outskirts of the building yeah. anyway it's not like i don't like with universe of energy it's it's its own building like it's easy to isolate that and say okay we're going to change this whole building whatever's inside of here but that living with the land is you know attached to the the greenhouses which is yeah, a yeah. huge draw for the behind the seeds tour and which I've never done. Has, I don't think anyone in this group has done. We are. Perhaps in July. Oh, cool. Oh, Somebody on this podcast might experience it. <laughs> nice. We'll have to get a behind <laughs> nice. the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes. Exactly. Scott, yeah. what's your take on Guardians of the Galaxy and Future World? And what is your ideal ride in that? Like, what is the ride? Or what is the attraction? I, I agree with Catherine. I don't think it belongs in Future World. But... Does anyone... It's... Does anyone... Um, think that it does belong there. It depends on what it is. So, you would say, like, Finding Nemo. Like, that's a perfect overlay mm -hmm. of what they could do. So, if it's something along those lines, I have to go back and watch... I, well, I, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy once. I don't... It, if I went back and watched it and maybe thought about it some more, like, is there something in there that you could makes educational in quotes i i don't i don't remember i i don't know if i if i was a disney exec and i was trying to design this ride i think i would try and rip off the universal 3d ride mechanism from transformers because yeah. that seems like a high volume popular ride that they could put in that first tier to take pressure off of soren and mm -hmm. frozen and test track get people in i mean that's what you want to do because universe of energy isn't pulling people in it's not taking them away from anything else guardians of the galaxy as a as a 3d as um, a 3 motion simulator that were to rival something like transformers or um either of the big harry potter motion simulators at universal would be an insane insane draw yeah um, right in hollywood studios yeah, I, I mean, I think that I agree. Movie is laden with pop culture references. Yep. It's not. That there's no. So yeah, there's. there's <laughs> soundtrack is so. Yeah, good. the soundtrack is great, but it's a movie. Movie. It's a movie. Mm. It's a movie esque movie. I would almost describe <laughs> it's it more a movie as movie. Movie. it's more fantasy even than sci fi. I mean, even if. Mm. <laughs> I don't. It's pretty sci fi. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll defer. But <laughs> <laughs> um, One thing that I think that we've glossed over, just not to harp on this subject forever, but one thing that we're glossing over here is if this rumor is true, this will be the first Marvel um, ride or attraction, so there, which there is something is, that hasn't there is done. quite a bit of legal um, conundrums around that because there's a stipulation somewhere that Marvels can't appear in the park east of the Mississippi. What? So, oh, yeah. What? That's because... why Spider-Man, Captain America, and Thor are out in Disneyland. Correct. 
Hmm. They're not. Yeah, but is that even is that even for the properties that Disney has pretty much created brought to life themselves? Yes, yes. If it was, by no means am I an expert in this, so I, I I almost feel uncomfortable talking about it, but. I'm sure you could Google it. Oh, and I do that all the time. <laughs> come step on Matt, in, the water's fun. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It, that brings up... I'm sure they issue. wouldn't be doing it if there were right. legal questions. Right. I mean, Disney's not going to... Whether they have some agreement in, in principle with Universe or whoever owns it, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Should we move on? Yeah, yeah we can, let's we can yeah. let right. one go. Next story. Orlando has several winners in the Theme Park Insider Awards. So these represented the time frame of July 1st, 2015 through uh, June 30th, 2016. So the best new coaster is Mako, which is at SeaWorld Orlando. And where which, do these... I've never... I didn't even know that this was a thing. And what's the... I know. I, who puts this together? Like, what's, what's um, the organization that gives these out? Theme Park Insider. Oh, so it's just like a... Uh, just an industry... Awards um, magazine yeah. thing. Um, in Orlando, the Portofino Bay Hotel at Universal Orlando took home the award for best hotel, and this is the fourth consecutive year. I've heard that that place yeah, is awesome. Yeah, I've heard it's awesome too. Um, as far as Disney goes, um, Victoria and Alberts took home honors as best hotel restaurant, which mm. is not surprising. <laughs> um, also, Tokyo Disney Sea. One best theme park for the fifth consecutive year. Really? Wow. And you don't hear a single thing about no, that park. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. When I read that, I was like, wait, what? What? I know mm. nothing about that, but I've I've seen, like, I don't know how many times I've seen, like, the uh, image of the, the layout, like, the, the artist rendering of the layout. I'm just being like, oh, man, that looks so awesome. And I don't know Plus, they have the Monsters it. Inc. Hide and Go Seek with the flashlights. The flashlight tag. Ride. Oh, man, that looks so awesome. But... Yeah, go on, sorry. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, go through here for the Disney stuff. So one of the park's restaurant, Magellan's, was named Best Table Service Restaurant. Where's that? At, at Dis uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh. Um, Shanghai Disney Resort had the best uh, new attraction, Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Disney California Adventure had the best new show with Frozen Live at the Hyperion which replaced Aladdin. Mm -hmm. So that just made the cut. Um, I know, that's, that's uh, June 30th. I mean, that's pretty recent. That's yeah, funny that's, that Shanghai's in there because yeah. it's not really time-tested. Um, that's that's basically it as far as uh, Orlando or Disney. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'm surprised at how little was Disney-oriented. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and Tokyo took home Tokyo Disney Sea, not even Tokyo Disneyland. Disneyland. The thing took is, took home best theme park. People want, especially with these awards. Um, I mean, this is just an arbitrary, you know, award thing. This is this doesn't seem like a prestigious uh, <laughs> ceremony or anything. I think people just want something new. That's why you see Portofino. That's why you see Shanghai Disney. These are new things outside of. Victoria and Alberts, which is a staple, you know, I can't imagine they want to give out like the same thing year after year. You can't be like, oh, Harry Potter and the what's what's the big ride, the Forbidden Journey. Like, mm -hmm. they you can't just give that out every year. That even though that ride is probably the best theme park ride I've ever been on. 
So there's like a Michael Jordan bias, is what you're saying. Yeah. Where can't give writers didn't want to give Michael Jordan the MVP every year. Right. Exactly. Interesting. I like that. Disney's the best, but you know, let someone else have a turn. Right. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Our last news story, and this isn't necessarily a news story, but I thought it was interesting. So there was a release date um, calendar for all the upcoming Pixar movies because we had news of Wreck-It Ralph 2 um, being greenlit or officially, officially recognized by Walt Disney Animation Studios, um, which will be released March 2nd, 2018. Yeah. 2018. That's a long time to wait. Yeah, so that was released uh, last week. But um, on the heels of that, so we got all the Pixar movies coming out. So the the next one, um, well, Finding Dory just came out. Yes. And then we have Cars 3, which will be June 16th, 2017. We have Coco, November Mm -hmm. 22nd, 2017. Intrigued by that. Yes. I am too. I think it's it's interesting. Um, Maybe we could... That's the Dia de los Muertos. Yes. Maybe we could link to... Because there's just too much to read or... Mm -hmm. um, Just give us the... the, Yeah, I'm going to say we could link to this on our Facebook page. We Um, can. The Toy Story 4 will be June 15, 2018. You're seeing a theme that, well, most of these are not new properties. So, Incredibles 2, June 21st, 2019. And then there's two untitled Pixar animation, 1 and 2, March 13, 2020, and June 19, 2020. So Why those... do they have to do this? What like Marvel did this with their slate, and then DC uh, movies followed suit... And now, why does Pixar have to do that? I don't understand the. I don't understand what the pro is of of announcing these movies so far in advance. I just I just don't get it, well, especially it, when you're when most of them are sequels. And and do we really need Cars three? Do we really need Incredibles two? I mean, I want Pixar to make new properties. Like I think that's. Do where you they think excel. it's for? merchandise purposes that these aren't really announcements for the public as much as they are for people who are going to produce toys I and guess. we just get it mm-hmm. you don't think I, so i think it's no. it's well-established properties that they know they could print money on so people know coco they, no but with no, the exception coco. of coco we got cars we got toy story and and incredibles when we just had finding dory and they'll right, probably right. do a Finding Marlin in 2021. Right. That right. makes me upset that the next four Pixar movies, only one of them is an original, is a new original but, property. But look that at makes their, me bummed out. Look at their last two originals. Inside Out was amazing. Uber successful, successful, right? I mean, successful. <laughs> <laughs> it's happy hour. So, right, that was that was beyond anybody. They, they it wins best animation, and then you got the Good Dinosaur, which. It probably made a decent... We're not seeing the good dinosaur, too. You know what's weird about that is I think I saw more more good dinosaur stuff in the parks than I ever saw of Inside Out stuff before it came out. Before it came out. I agree with you. I think the good dinosaur is like easier to market because it's got a cute... They wanted it to be. I mean, they wanted it to be huge. Yeah, they've got the cute little... I mean, what can you really sell with Inside Out on it? What, like little spheres of colors? Like, like, and it's funny because joy and sadness are two of like the longest waits for any characters you'll (laughs) find in Epcot. Yeah. I mean, maybe next to Anna and Elsa, but really, I mean, 
more inside out stuff. Look, I, I'm into that. Certainly. Speaking of, yeah. before we move on, we all. Scott, did you see Finding Dory? No. Okay, so four of us have seen Finding Dory, and what did you guys think? Loved it. Rob? Thoroughly enjoyed it. Catherine? Great. Without getting into any kind of necessarily like spoilers. They all die. <laughs> Someone turns the, the heat up in the aquarium. No, my, my question is, does it go beyond just being a sequel that meets expectations? I mean, is oh, it... Oh, I thought it wrote... Does it stand up on its own, basically? Yeah. I mean, yes, if, yeah, I I, I'd does. say so. Okay. That's, yeah. that's the what introduction I was of some of the new characters. I, I agree. I mean, Ed, Ed O'Neill as the Septopus. Mm -hmm. I what was his name? Um, Hank. Hank. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Good job. I mean, like, Toy Story I, 2 100% stands on its own as a movie. Mm, in that's its own interesting right. you say that. I would I'd say, say that Toy, about Story Toy Story 3 stands on, on its own. Toy Story 2, I'd say, is one of the weaker ones. But I mean, it's still a very good movie. It's not like Home Alone 2. Lost in New York, bro? You better wash your mouth. You mean, <laughs> let's say, Toy, Toy Story 2 is more, is closer to Home Alone 3, whereas Toy Story 3 is way closer to Home Alone 2, if we're making comparisons. You're looking at the whole trilogy, but anyway. I mean, <laughs> maybe a, <laughs> never mind, but okay, that, that's kind of what I'm Your mouth's writing checks your ass can't catch, <laughs> Eshelman. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I don't either. Finding Dory was very good. Okay. And well, that's, I agree that's what that I, I think that know. the new characters are really where it shines. And another area where it shines is if you watch them side by side, um, Finding Dory and the original Finding Nemo, you can just see how far the animation and the um, advancements in technology have come in just, what, 13 years, is it? Yep. It's incredible. Just some of the like water effects and the character models are. Was it incredible too? It was incredible. <laughs> How about better better 2016 movie, uh, Zootopia or Finding Dory? Oh, that's so oh, hard. Wow. That's really tough. I think tough. they're on the same level. I think they're about on the same level as well. Cute, cute character. Mm -hmm. Judy Hopps, Baby Dory. Oh, Baby Dory, so cute. <laughs> Those and eyes. Then, <laughs> and like very, I think Dory has more of the emotion. And I think Zootopia is more of like a, just a really fun story. Yeah. Like if you're into like a good forward moving plot, I'd say Zootopia is a little bit more your alley. But if you're into like the emotional, I'd say more Finding Dory. Zootopia also had that like cool, like noir. Uh, yeah. Uh, mystery element to it. I just think I think the plot of Zootopia is is cool and it's different than a lot of other Disney movies. I, Did you see Zootopia, Scott? I have not seen. Uh, see, I, I think you'll get off this freaking podcast. Well, pers yeah. Personally, I think you'll like Zootopia more. For you, have you seen Finding Nemo? Yes. Okay. How I judge a movie, especially one in the theaters, is do I get antsy? Yeah. So for me to sit still, like. I like watching movies at home because I can pause it, go to yeah. the bathroom, get something to drink. Finding Dory kept me much more engaged than Zootopia. Do you have a hard time si sitting still for yeah, the entire movie? Yeah, shockingly, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> As he's like pacing yeah. around. Rocking back yeah. and forth yeah. in his like, chair yeah, right yeah, now. I mean, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be like, I'll be moving around and like fidgety and like it just, 
You do and that it's not even every a um, episode of this podcast that we record, so I don't know why I was shocked. Like right. ten minutes into but, a podcast, so you're so doing when, it right now. You're like writhing your <laughs> knuckles, writhing. So when I when I do it less, like the Force Awakens, I didn't I didn't move. Right, I'm captivated by what I'm seeing. Yep. So Finding Dory, I did that less than Zootopia. Hmm. Which cool. I know. Right. So, for what it's worth. So, do you guys want to move on to our main topic? Unless yeah. you sure. have more news. No. No, we're That's good. That's it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Catherine, you want to you wanna kick us off? Okay. So, our main topic this week is the monorail bar crawl. And this was um, a, 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 a listener suggestion. Yes, it was a listener suggestion. Um, and this is like a little bit more like... We're, we're really going to delve in. Um, we're going to talk about strategies and, you know, where to start, specific drinks and food. So we we hope to answer any questions you may have about the monorail bar crawl and kind of as an introduction. The monorail bar crawl includes the three resorts that are on the monorail. <laughs> and the first is, well... In no particular order, because you can do it one way or another, um, is the Grand Floridian. I love how Rob is just opening beers like, like he <laughs> thinks like that I can't that we can't pick that up. <laughs> like Rob, it's okay, man. Like we it can pick it's it up on the mic. Happy hour. <laughs> this is the happy hour. He's like, it's so funny. I wish that people could see it because he's like hiding it. He has his back to us and he's like trying to thank you. Well, let me let me thank ask you a buddy. question as we kind of get into this. How many times have you guys done the bar crawl? Twice. 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 I think I've done them. You, you've been both with times. us each. Okay, time. I didn't know whether you'd done it before that. No, you were with um, us both times. And then the contemporary is the third. So, um, Mr. Logistics, how did you want to start <laughs> this out? So, you have to think about your overall strategy, and that's what we're here to help you with, right? <laughs> we're here to make this real boring. <laughs> you are <for> already <laughs> sucking the fun out no, of this. No, no, no. So, no, but there's important things you have to consider. First of all, you're. Unless you're staying at one of the three resorts, you have to worry about when transportation's available. Mm -hmm. Unless you're going to Uber, which is certainly a wonderful one, option. Wonderful as we option. learned last year. The the resort monorail loop doesn't run all night, so it it does run. So when does it stop? One hour after the Magic Kingdom closes. So if you're there off-peak, there's nights where the Magic Kingdom closes at 9 o'clock. I mean, January, February, it'll close at 9. Right, it, it is. I mean, so the, best, so the best time, if you're planning on using the monorail late, you should plan to do it on nights where the Magic Kingdom's open late. Or... Party nights. They're doing a Christmas or a Halloween party. That would be a good night oh, because yeah. they're yes. open late. Not a lot of people there. Yet yeah, you're able to kind of use or, that's or true. just plan good, accordingly. Good Don't start it at nine o'clock when the Magic Kingdom's closing at ten. Or start it's your night at seven. It's five o'clock somewhere. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, you can always you can always um, take a, a bus to the TTC well, and then. Well, that was another suggestion. Is something you have to consider is. You know, we mentioned the three resorts. Well, you can't get a direct bus from, say you're staying at Coronado Springs. You can't get a bus direct to one of the three resorts. So 
you're most likely going to take a bus to the Magic Kingdom and either walk or hop on the monorail to the Contemporary. So it's just things you have to really think about. Or you Uber to the Polynesian yeah, and Uber's start there. Yeah, cheap. I mean, how much was it to Uber I think it was, from the Polynesian I think to... from the boardwalk to the Polynesian was $12. Mm -hmm. like yeah, I don't even think it was that much. Was that oh, like and that Uber was an XL Uber or? XL because there were five of us. Right. Yeah, so I think an Uber X from there would probably cost you like eight, seven or eight. That's a gross underestimator. So it'll probably be like two dollars. It, <laughs> it was about that amount, I think, from the contemporary to Pop Century. That Uber ride is, I think, my most memorable. My most memorable. Where there were like nine. There were like the nine car. of us in a regular Uber X, and the Uber driver was really nice, yeah, and great. he just like he did not. A lot of Uber drivers are not cool with that, and also don't do that. That is totally not cool on the on the part of the person getting an Uber. Like, if you're going to have more than more than a certain amount, like, shell out for the Uber XL. It's not that much That's more expensive. That's why Uber drivers won't pick me up anymore. Yeah, right. You probably have, like, a negative. No, I'm yeah, because <laughs> that doesn't Scott's happen. rolling with, like, ten people every time. <laughs> um, so, Him anyway. I think, that's, I think that's the big, <laughs> the big items to consider logistically. Before you sit, at, sit down and look at, even look at your bars and what time they close. Mm -hmm. it, it, we've talked about this before. The bars at Disney don't stay open late or mm -hmm. restaurants don't stay open super late. So do a, you know, a, a few minutes of research to, to make sure this makes sense um, before you start and we've, out. We've done this two ways. We've done it where we specifically go to just bar crawl. And we've also done it where we are done with the Magic Kingdom and we begin our bar crawl from the Mar Magic Kingdom. Sure. And I feel like that's way more tiring, obviously. <laughs> I feel like that's a real Captain Obvious statement. But, um, you know, like you kind of feel exhausted. So maybe, you know, do it on a day where you can rest and make sure you're, you're well rested to go I, to a few it's different It's a good, um, where you do Hollywood Studios in the morning. Yeah, that's a good, good Those idea. kind of days, yeah. right? Go back yeah. to the pool, take a nap. Yeah. And then hop Do on Do the over. whole park in an hour and just go home. <laughs> All right, so where's the best place to start? So we've already gotten past. We know that we're, we're doing this on a night where the Magic Kingdom's open late, so we're not worried about the monorail, um, you know, uh, not running when we're getting out. Where are we starting? I forget where we started the first time we did it. Contemporary. Contemporary. But where's the best the place wave? to start? At the wave. Correct. Yep. That's the first spot we started at. And we at. ended at the Contemporary last time. We went Polynesian, Grand Floridian, Contemporary. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess time. either way. I guess you're either starting on one end and making your way back. Either way is fine. You did it three times. The four of us did it that February. Yep, that's oh right. Oh my gosh, that killed me. I, I felt horrible after that. I know that. what way I would like to do it. Scott, hit me. Why? Well, I can tell I mean, you if you want to know. Why? Why, Scott? I would why? like I would like to start it at the Polynesian because I love Trader Sam's and I feel like I like to be conscious when I'm there <laughs> and aware of my surroundings. And you know, I think you can do the Tambu Lounge too. You can do that before or after. That's where I would like to start my my night. Get a lapu lapu, then get a Nautilus. Well, I mean, you're a real that, champ. But see, at, the, at that point of the night, if it's your first stop, you'll appreciate those. The theming. The, yeah, the yeah, theming that, and the drink. Like, the, if you get a Lapu Lapu, that's an expensive drink that you want to appreciate. I would say the Polynesian has the most 
um, unique drinks to the actual bar. So, you know, if you're at the Grand Floridian, you're pretty much getting a standard drink. If you're at the Contemporary, you're getting a standard drink. You're not getting a specialized drink to the resort. So I, I agree with you completely, Scott. So let's start with the Polynesian. We're starting at the Poly. Um, now, Scott said he would go to Trader Sam's. We've been to the Tambu Lounge. We've also done the Outdoor Lounge, which is technically Trader Sam's. Yep. Which was, I think, my favorite time there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the outdoor area. And a great little life hack when you're at the Outdoor Trader Sam's is if you're hungry, <laughs> go into Captain Cook's. We recommend the French fries. They're real good. Just flatbread pizzas are delicious, too. So um, definitely... Uh, recommend the outside if, if it's nice outside. Now, if it's colder, we've done this in January and February you, too. You could get the food at Captain Cook's and bring it over. Yes, you yeah. can. And they Which have is, no problem with, with that. And the food there is some of the best. I think it's some of the best quick service on property. Mm -hmm. Just from a unique standpoint. I think it, the Trader Sam's Grotto has good appetizers too. They do. I you, think, what do you really like? Oh, Scott? I love the pot stickers. Yeah. yeah. And you like the lettuce wraps and the ahi tuna, right, Matt? I don't see pot stickers on here. Yeah, I'm looking at Gaga. There's headhunters. I've had them multiple times. The <laughs> lettuce cups are okay. I like the Kahlua pork tacos, and they have good Hawaiian poke. Actually, I'm a big fan of poke. They were also very accommodating of us having a large group. I think we had about 14 people outside. And they just let us bring chairs we just were pulling together. Yeah, they chairs were cool together. about that. Our waiter there was really good. That. That time we were there. I agree. Yeah, if you're looking it up on the app, it's the Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace mm. as opposed to Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, which is the inside bar. Okay. So I never knew that. Yeah, it, it, I'm just looking it up now. So any other must-haves at Trader Sam's? Um, well, those are the food options. Drinks. There's so many specialty drinks There's there. a lot of things you there. You got there's the Nautilus. The you got the Pearl. I would probably... <laughs> I would probably steer pearl. away from those ones with the souvenir cups, though, if you're doing this as part of a bar crawl, because you're going to be carrying that souvenir cup mm -hmm. all night long. Yep. If you have a bag or anything. Yeah, they, they, they put it in a box. carried mine, and I was No, that, like, is a good, a that is a good point. They put it in a box. It's well, yeah. so if you order it, um, you get a clean one. It's it's well packaged for um, if, if you're putting it in a suitcase to take home. So, that yeah, good, yeah. good point on so yeah, if you've got something to carry it around in, by all means. I'm, I'm looking at the menu up. again. Um, they do have a nice beer. It's, it's called the Kona Beer Flight, mm -hmm. which are three um, beers Hawaiian from Hawaii, beers. which is which is nice. A Longboard Island Lager, Fire Rock Pale, and a Castaway IPA. Hmm. I know I, I enjoy. I think I think I've had all those. I think I've had that at Kona Cafe. Yeah, Kona but, um, Longboard's like their staple. I feel like they yeah. have that everywhere. But that's definitely a nice, um, what's nice the, thing to try. Uh, what's the beverage that comes in the like lava mug? The Krakatoa punch. Krakatoa. That's that the one is? where they go. Oh, uh, oh, uh, no. oh, oh. No. There's an alcoholic version too, but I can't. Is that Krakatoa no? The Krakatoa punch? punch is alcoholic. Is that, that's what I. I've still got my yeah. glowing. What's ice the uh oh? That? That's it, the uh oh. It's. Like, I have all the the recipes here. That one's interesting. So the Krakatoa punch is Sailor Jerry spiced rum, uh, another rum. Um, a bunch of stuff Third I can't rum. even. Uh, yeah, hibiscus. <laughs> Almost all syrup. of the drinks are rum. Rum yeah, based. Yeah, they are very much rum based. I remember um, the zombie head being super strong. I think yes. you had that in Disneyland, mm. and it was almost undrinkable. It was like it was <laughs> yeah. like straight up wow. like it, 
because it, it's 151 rum, so another rum. So order the monkey head. And last, yeah. last <laughs> week we talked about the mojito mm -hmm. on Tambu Lounge. That's one that I've gotten there multiple times. Is that Tambu Lounge? Yes. Both. Tambu okay. Lounge, and they also had a mojito at... A um, murky mojito with... So, no, go ahead. With, um... It just seems like a standard mojito. Yeah, it, 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 both of them were very similar. So you're saying start like, at Polynesian, go to Tambu Lounge, definitely get yourself a Lapu Lapu, <laughs> and then head over to Trader Sam's. Go downstairs. I think that's what, well, either go downstairs or go outside. I would go outside because you're probably going to have a tougher time getting in if it's already been open. Yeah, and you're going to want to hit other places, so your best bet is yeah, probably Trader outside. Sam's opens at, what, three or four? Four. Four. And there is a line out the door. Mm -hmm. You do have to take a number if you want to get inside. Yeah. It it's it's like interesting because 30. when we did it, well, you did it in January. Mm -hmm. And did you did you have to we wait? Waited. Oh, we yeah. You, yeah, we waited. We waited upstairs, right? With your mm -hmm. parents. Yeah. Did they give you a pager? Mm -hmm. It was a little less stressful than the time we went with you guys, for sure. The time we went okay. with you. The right. time that we went was, the first time, was which new. was within a month of it opening, yeah. it was... Horrific. I remember some sort of hand stamp. There was a hand stamp, and you couldn't get they in unless your whole party the, was. It was the, like the first fifty people in yeah. line, right? Got it, and then Matt wasn't there at, at one point, mm -hmm. I think. For real? Yeah. Oh, because yeah, I was you were sick. Because I was sick. You were getting the pearl, but um. Oh God, food I mean, poisoning. The pearl. That was the worst. So you're saying they have a better system now? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a less stressful system. Yeah, you get a pager, mm -hmm. I think. And yeah, don't we, just, be, we actually went up and I think we sat in the Tambu Lounge yeah. to wait to get yeah. into Trader Sam's. Yes, so. we did. Don't be surprised because it looks like a broom closet, the door to yeah. get into Trader Sam's. No, I think but that's it, all part of its appeal. Yeah, I agree. Certainly. I think it's sort of like, uh, like a little speakeasy, Polynesian speakeasy. Yeah. Hmm. Nicely put. That's the, name of my, uh, okay. that's the name of my band. Um, okay, so do we have anything else to say about the Polynesian? No, those are the two go-tos on the stop. We've said it previous ones. A nice thing there is if you're on the terrace, which we keep stressing, if you if you happen to coincide with when Wishes is going off, you have an outdoor seat, you could be sipping a, a drink and watch witch, Wishes. Wishes. With, with the, <laughs> That's uh, what they should name the Halloween fireworks. Right. Oh, yeah, Wishes. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> Copyright. Copyright Wob Wozniak. Wob Wozniak. Wob Wozniak. 2016. You guys are Thank just you. crushing it on yeah. Spurs. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Getting, yeah, staying on our track, which direction would you go? Well, ideally. Well, there's only one. There's only one answer. Well, the monorail only goes towards if, Magic if, if Kingdom or away if, from Magic Kingdom. It depends where you are. If it's truly a monorail bar crawl, we're going to go the Grand Floridian. Which? Right. Right. I have a, a, a lovely suggestion from the last time we did this bar crawl in October. Um, we actually walked from oh. the Polynesian to the oh, Grand Floridian. We did. And it was gorgeous. It was a lovely walk. We went to go, we went back by Spirit of Aloha. We got to pass that way. We walked on the, yes, we walked on the little trail in between where, um, they were doing the electric light pageant mm -hmm. as it was happening. And I felt like such an a-hole because our one friend, it was like his first time being there. And I still feel bad. I still think about it. I still feel bad. He wanted to take he pictures. He was taking yeah. pictures. And we were like behind some foliage. And I was like, come on, Oscar. Like, move move along. 
you'll get better pictures over here when we get to the Grand Floridian. We get to the Grand Floridian, the whole thing goes down. Like, it's done. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like standing on the beach with his sneakers off. Like, really? <laughs> but yeah, no. So if you can time it. Whatever. He wasn't going to look at those pictures anyway. Maybe he would. I don't know. Some people do. Um, yeah. It's like the people who take video of fireworks. Like, who's watching those? Oscar might. <laughs> I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. <laughs> you watch, would you watch a video of wishes? Certainly. We watch like your middle, own middle of the winter, middle of winter, like when I'm really jonesing for a Disney trip. Certainly, <laughs> certainly. All right, maybe there's maybe a little, little window is... into the life of, of the WDW Happy Hour. Yeah, crew. perhaps crap, I'm projecting. Matt, we just watched. You guys watch you. you have Mandel Mandel Sundays or yeah, whatever. That's different. That's Man, not that's, that's not wishes fireworks that I taped on my iPhone. That I'm like, I want to, I want to watch these wishes no, fireworks. But I go back. on YouTube for like high def videos, like. I mean, I guess. Regardless. Same difference. <laughs> All right. Wow. But you're right. The walk, the walk to the Grand Flow. It's very lovely. Nice. It's very yeah. lovely. Yeah, it's, it I've never nice. done that. And it's at very, some point, I yeah, probably Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Will. Um, okay. So <laughs> we're at the Grand Floridian now. And we are going where? Gasparillas. <laughs> yeah, Gasparillas for a flatbread. Get a flatbread. Get the heck out of there. Um, Mm. What's that bar up there? The only place I've been is Misner's Lounge. Yeah. Which every time I've been there, I feel like I'm always like three sheets. Can I relay the story of the first time we went in there? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So it was the the five of us on our our first trip down there together. And so we set out on this and Grand Floridian's our last stop. We get off the monorail. I walk out ahead of the group a little bit to see where we're going to go. And we knew this was the only place open at this point. It's probably 11-ish. Um, and it's open till midnight. So <laughs> I get a gander of the place and I'm like, <laughs> I run back to the group and I'm like, guys, guys, this is a really classy place. <laughs> we have to act like we belong here. <laughs> and little did we know, um, it was an absolute, and we don't have to bleep this out, a show in there because there was... It was a rack going on that. Mm. It was like people, it, it, it seemed like they were at a convention or like the way you feel after a five hour open bar wedding. Mm. Like that's exactly what, like I saw this man with these two ladies and they were just. Debaucherous. It was debauchery. <laughs> it was, it was horrible. It was gross. You saw Axe in the bathroom. women's bathroom, Yeah, right? there was bathroom <laughs> stuff happening. Try not to relive that. Yeah. I've yeah. never not, I've never been there and not had a good time though. Like, oh, you're bringing those nuts. Oh, you're bringing those nuts. <laughs> Which is what Catherine sings when the waiter brings over the nut dish. And that was. And, the- and what his response is, is <laughs> bewilderment. Uh, Please <laughs> let me go home. <laughs> and that was another restaurant or another lounge the last time we were there where they did not care that we just dominated like three tables and kind of took the easy chairs. Yeah. Like we, like that whole area was just ours. I mean, me and Josh were sitting in the windowsill. Like, yeah, I feel like late at know. night at that place doesn't really fill up, which is crazy because it's one of the only bars that's open at the Grand Floridian that late. Yeah. I guess the takeaway from what I'm saying is 
it might look stuffy. <laughs> Don't be afraid to go. In yeah, there. no, I mean, it's absolutely it's, not. It is. It, it is a beautiful um, resort. Lobby. It's a beautiful lobby. It. Um, it's upstairs. That location's great. Yeah, and it's like right outside there. You have the like live um, string quartet, oh, like playing that. jazz, and yeah. then in when, like when full suits. And then you go in there, and there's some dude with cargo shorts, like <laughs> awkwardly dry humping, like. <laughs> And his name is Matt. No, come on. I, I, wouldn't wear, I wouldn't wear cargo shorts. Oh, man. Um, I know. So, so that's the only place we've experienced. And I'm on the uh, My Disney Experience app right now. Mm -hmm. And the other things listed. Are you on uh, the Shop Disney app for beer? That's I wish. Oh, please. Oh. Um, Citrico's Lounge. Have you ever been mm -hmm. there? Is it, I'm assuming it's just a standalone... They have bar a bar within uh, Citrico's. Yeah, they have a dress code, so that's probably uh, a little bit fat. The Mizzler's Lounge. Was there any kind of specialty that they had drink-wise? You know that, what I'm looking. At, I don't remember getting anything other no, than like, Miller Lite. Yeah, I got a beer there. They have some higher-end things. They have um, bourbon pours. Um, they have cigars listed, which is interesting. Hmm. Desserts. Um, they do have some entrees and appetizers. Yeah, the small plates looked really good, actually. They do have a, a, a Misner cooler. Meisner? I, I guess it's Misner cooler. Uh, a Moscow mule. A salted caramel uh, Manhattan. Ooh, Ooh, that sounds delicious. That sounds cool. But usually the, the times we've been there, it's been, give me a... Miller Lite bottle because I know. because it's I mean, the end of the night. Right. If I have anything more right. than a light beer, exactly. I'm gonna explode. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they do have, I guess. Take a look at their menu there. But hindsight's twenty twenty, so maybe take it a little bit easier at the Polynesian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is us being like, mm -hmm. you got to get a lapu lapu, <laughs> then get one of these specialty <laughs> drinks, and then and then make your way over. But like, save room and don't get too bombed, so you can actually enjoy some of the other. Beverages offered at the Misner's Lounge. I think it's Misner. M M I Z N E R. Misner. Yeah, probably. I'm looking. I'm also looking at the zoon. Hello, you. The pool bars are only open till seven. You forgot that's not even an option. N G. I was trying to do it with the right amount of letters. Yeah, and those are a little. I mean, those can get crowded. I feel like the pool bars are always a little bit crowded and if i'm not at the pool i'm not all about going to the pool bar agreed word so are we are we leaving the grand floridian of the, of the just of the three resorts that's probably the least exciting i agree from a from a oh see i i i rate them polynesian grand flow it's contemporary. No, I go yeah. Polynesian contemporary Grand Floridian. I agree with Catherine. I agree with Matt. Contemporary. Oh, yeah, I mean, breaker. guys, the Matt. Wave is such yeah. an awesome bar. I mean, if anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that I Matt's like, got such a the biggest. We were gonna say boner. It's okay. <laughs> it's not a curse. We don't have to bonza. I, I love the Wave. It is so awesome. I love the food there. I think the bar area is really cool. I think it's a really hip space. I love the the two little alcoves to the right of the bar that have like the cool seating. I just think Do you know what you know what I think this is though? This is the difference between you and Catherine in terms of what you value. Class? 
You value the contemporary atmosphere. Catherine is that old Hollywood oh, grand that's so true. That is true. What, old Hollywood so she can sit no, up but... there and drink a Miller Lite? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> atmosphere-wise, those suit both of you perfectly. Yeah, that's very complimentary. No, but I, I would much that rather the grand, grand Floridian over the contemporary, but from this standpoint of straight-up monorail bar crawl, <laughs> uh, the yeah, contemporary the better is, is better. Okay. The contemporary yeah, has the better but bar. but we've also never been to Citrico's. What if Citrico's sure. was an awesome bar Agreed. and we have never been there? Agreed. We are only giving well, ourselves one. What time does Citrico's close? Probably at like 11 when they stop, or 10 when what they stop What time does Citrico's close? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. 10 o'clock. Oof. That'd be tough to, unless you were going to go there very Although we would have made it the last time, I think. We started really? pretty early. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. But, um, Citrico's looks very nice from the pictures. There is a dress code, I did mention that, but I don't know if you heard. Citrico's has a dress code. So, we code. got a duffel bag full of uh, blazers for <laughs> oh, the guys. Oh, we've got a duffel bag full of blazers tux, on top, t shirts, cargo shorts on bottom. It's like Bermuda, you know, oh Bermuda shorts. Gosh. Yep. All right, so let's talk about the contemporary a little bit. We've got the wave, Matt. You yeah, like this the is, wave. This is you. I just said a little bit about the wave. I think the wave is awesome. First of all, you should go there for dinner because the menu is fantastic and the ambiance and the service is great. We've been there a handful of times. I've never had a bad experience. Uh, the menu's updated very often. But if we're going there just strictly at the bar area, when you first walk in, you walk down this like really interesting corridor and it almost feels like you're going into like a trendy club. Just the way it's like lit. It's very dimly lit and um No, it has the waves. They're neon waves. That's true. It, <laughs> it reminds me for all of you old school WDWers out there, it reminds me of when you used to exit Figment. And they used to have the, like, the neon lights bridge. Like, it was like a little walkway and it was all neon lights. That's kind of what entering the wave reminds me of. So if you miss old figment, take a trip. And you like drinking. And you like, instead you like drinking. So you walk through this area, which gets you to the host stand. And past the host stand, um, to your left is this really cool bar. And to your right are two seating areas that are very cool. They're two semi-circles that have... It's almost like harem style, where it has like the, yeah, it's like a, it's like a harem where it has like. Is it two semi? I thought it was just horse, one. Matt. Harem is not whores. No. Harem is whores. No. Oh. Harem is women. I thought you said horses. No, whores. A group of women. That Loosely moral. Yeah, but I'm talking about. I'm talking about like what a harem looks like. Um. So maybe you want to use like more like. Semicircle. No, like a harem Persian. refers to the sphere of women in what is used, usually a, a polygamous Persian. household. Maybe Persian is what you want to say. I don't know. But it is kind of like it's very puffy furniture and like little... Why did I say harem? I don't that know. That wasn't the word I was looking I, for. I don't know. I don't know why you say the things you say. This is a really... This is a... This, this podcast is getting off the rails. <laughs> well, go ahead. Say what you want to say. I don't know what I was trying to say, but I definitely wasn't trying to say hair. <laughs> okay, so what do we like about the wave? I like the way it looks. <laughs> it's one giant room, by the way. What? No, there's two. There's two of those. There's two. There's one when you walk in, and then there's another one when yeah. you walk in. There's one in the front, one in the back. Do you have no recollection of no. this, Rob? Yeah. I do remember sitting in here. It's like a hair. I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> the yeah. environment's really chill. See, I feel yes, like I'm always three sheets when we're there. That's where I'm like... Really? 
tired and like okay i need to go home the wave is really cool it's it's i i really like it i, I think that the bar area is just really i thought very, it, i thought it was very appropriate for where we were in the evening we just wanted to sit back and relax it's a chill I, a chilled out atmosphere i agree like it, it this is the perfect place to start or if end. you had a long day in the magic kingdom and you just kind of want to relax like it's get out of the sun just recuperate with like Actually, a bottle yeah, of beer or something like i think it's a better place to start because it's so Thank chill you. and then you can ramp it up from there <laughs> yes yeah so while scott recommends starting at the polynesian just in light of reviewing things i would almost recommend starting at the contemporary starting at the wave because it's chill otherwise if you end there you're just going to be wanting to fall asleep and it's dark <laughs> in there can you go from the contemporary straight to the polynesian no. Well, you would. You can. You just would not get off at the Grand Floridian. Oh, so you'd have to. Okay. It goes contemporary, right? Grand, Flor Grand Floridian Polynesian. But I mean, really, you should. Wait, what? Right? No, Grand Floridian <laughs> Polynesian. But you can't go that way. That's that's the express monorail. Go it doesn't ahead. make those stops. So, so tell me what happens. So if, you, if you're on the mo if you're on Can the we do the segment for Matt's misinformation segment. <laughs> if you're if you're on the resort monorail loop, to kill me because I she yelled at me earlier. She's like, you can't just say things that you don't know. It robs the credibility of our podcast. And I was like, no, it robs the credibility of me. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Set him straight. Okay, the resort line of the monorail starts at the mat will start at the magic kingdom goes contemporary polynesian grand grand floridian back to magic kingdom that's the resort line there's an express line that goes magic kingdom ttc magic kingdom ttc mm. but it runs it opposite right. so it goes towards the grand floridian but never makes a stop there it's on the outside. So but you it goes, could, it goes conceivably, you could go contemporary Polynesian Grand Floridian on the monorail. Oh yes. Yeah, that's yes. what I was saying. I just got I just got Grand Floridian and and Polynesian backwards. Which I would be comfortable so with I that as a, uh, <laughs> as a method. But but then Rob confused me. Okay, okay, Matt. No, that's fine. We all know Rob here personally, and we know you, so that's cool. Um, anyway. <laughs> Rob raises a, a fist in the air yes, of victory. I, I concur victory. totally. Did we get any appetizers or anything like that at, at the wave? I don't remember having done that. No. I don't no. remember. I don't remember right. much I don't of know. I've never yeah. gotten food at the Waves bar. I don't know much about the Waves bar menu because I've only gotten drinks there. I know a lot about the Waves offerings for dinner um, although that, that menu does change very often seasonally, but I don't know much about the bar menu. I'm sure I, that it's I think I got a pink fare. drink. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I love that we're trying to give advice on how to properly do a bar crawl, and it's basically turning into like, I don't really remember well, that. Don't, it was just late in the night. Don't do what we did, you know. Do as no, I say, do, not as do I do. what we did. Yeah, you know, we time at Right, exactly. Do... Yeah. And do what, I, do you want to talk about the other options? Yes. Of the yeah. So, so if you walk, again, I, I'm all about the logistics of it. So if you walk <laughs> from Magic Kingdom via the pathway, they you go in. see anything. That, I know. That you're doing with I, your know hands. I know. I know. It's so difficult. Um, 
you walk into the basically the basement of contemporary which has the um check-in area front desk the wave is to the left it, it just helps me talk by cool. using my hands but you have to take two elevators up to i think it's the sixth floor is the main concourse oh so yeah, i always just take the escalator right no i'm yeah. saying it but i think it ends up being the sixth floor and outside of um Chef Mickey's is the Outer Rim, which is another bar. I hate the name of it. I yeah, hate. it is atrocious. But it's a it's a good option. Um, they had some... I was thinking about this driving over here this evening. They had a really good, like, mix of, like, a nut mix there, right? Like, oh we just God, destroyed yes. it, right? Like, she kept I bringing it over. I think that made yes, me so they, sick. Wasabi peas. They had wasabi peas. That's what I it is. sit there and eat wasabi peas yes. all night. Yes. It had, they had wasabi peas, um, peanuts, and something else, and like sunflower seeds, and it was just unreal good. I like that place because to me it's quintessential Walt Disney World because to me you have that iconic. The monorail's just running right yeah, on the yeah, roof. <laughs> well, that's where I was going to go, but you have the monorail <laughs> rolling through there every three, four minutes, which is, you just hear that like nice hum. That's so like, I mean, it's so through. cool to be like sitting in a bar and being like, oh, there's the monorail right. running through this hotel. It's just so <laughs> cool. Like whenever I thought about as a kid going to Walt Disney World, it was that hotel. It, you know, it's just what you, I think if you're like from a foreign country or whatever, that's like what you think of or know it as. From a foreign no, country or from northeastern Pennsylvania. Or northeastern Pennsylvania. Wilkesburg. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so that's a, it's another good option. If you don't want the... What time does that close? Because I, I know that Good was question, closed Scott. the last time yeah, that we were 10 there. 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's early. Good question, Scott. I think that's why we started there. Yes. I mean, the Wave Lounge... The Wave Lounge is midnight. Okay. Yeah, um, we've ended there before, so that makes sense. So depending on what kind of atmosphere you're looking for... The, and the outer, the outer rim can be noisy and busy because it's right on that main concourse... With Chef Mickey's, the um, the quick service is right. The Contempo Cafe, it can be quite loud. Um, that, that's what I'm going to say. I do not like the outer rim. I think it's too loud. I feel like we are waiting to go into a children's buffet while you're sitting out there. Like, <laughs> sure. that's what I... We were sitting in yeah. the same seats with people who were waiting to go into Chef Mickey's. So, it, it is... There's no separation of of the outer rim from the waiting area of Chef Mickey's, which is one of the loudest restaurants in Walt, Walt, Walt Disney World. <laughs> oh boy. Um, wow. So anyway, yeah, no, that was not, I think that's my least favorite of all of the places we've talked about. Um, I, yeah, I, I would really love to try. I'm assuming the California girl has a bar though. What do you think? Hmm. I think that would be fun to go I know up there, they but have, that's probably I, I think a they bit have class. a lounge that you could independent of having a um, dining reservation. I believe you could go up there and 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 sit at the lounge. I I believe so. Like talking. You're talking mad over here. Yeah. But another another item too is at the contemporary if you want to even make this a longer night you could take a boat from yes. the contemporary to two places fort wilderness 
or Wilderness Lodge, which is really cool. You go out on Bay Lake on one of their boats. Um, you could hit up the bars there, just walk around those two resorts. Really cool. Um, you know, where, if you start out early, like five o'clock, you oh, can you certainly, would certainly get have time. But is there really anything to eat at Fort Wilderness? Or I mean, um, I mean, unless you're going to Hoop Dee Doo. No, they they have a um, inside, um, and I don't have it pulled up right now. There's a buffet there. Yeah, we went with Uncle Robert. Yeah, it's something ranch. I, I'm blanking on the name, but they have a bar where you could go and sit there, and it's a it's a three minute walk from the boat. Oh, Every, really? it, the yeah. nice thing about it is once you get off the boat, everything is right. right by the water. Yeah, that's true. It is kind of a pain in the butt to go there if you take a bus, but taking a boat is a lot easier. Yeah. And then you could get a boat right back to um, either Wilderness Lodge or the Contemporary. So it basically makes that three resort loop on, on Bay Lake. Just another option. You know, we like to resort hop, so. Yeah, it's fun. Um, if you haven't seen those resorts. It's a nice change of pace. There's the Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, is that what you're talking no. about? No. Hmm. Right, so anything else uh, with regards to the Monorail Bar Crawl? No, I, I think we covered most of what you need to know. It, it's pretty straightforward. You Hop on the bar. Monorail, go see some bars, and have some drinks and apps, and have fun. Pace yourself. It's Pace yourself and have fun. It's Trails End. <laughs> and Rob's and, got an answer. And, and within there is Crockett's Tavern. Okay. So that's, that's the it. two places. All right. Well, that was a good... I, I like that. It made me... It, it, I'm now Jones in to do a monorail bar crawl. Well, we found that we can get to Disney World in five hours, five minutes from here. So... It's uh, true. Got the traverse. Yeah. Well, it's going to take a little long, longer driving. <laughs> yeah. That was via plane. Yeah. No. I'm all for it. You can't, <laughs> you can't drive from uh, Pennsylvania to Orlando in five hours, huh? No, but just to get to the <laughs> Oh, to get to, get to the, the airport. To get oh, to well, the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All five hours. <laughs> I'll go grab my magic band from my glove compartment, and we'll be good to go. Hol Matt is dead. Holly just killed him. Holly just crossed my soul. Um, last call. I actually have a last call. Oh, boom. Um, Disney Parks blog is going to be doing live um, events every Monday in the month of July. So you'd be able to stream a lot of these cool things. This past uh, July 4th, we actually streamed the Wishes fireworks. Yeah, they're, the, they're the, 4th the, of July fireworks. They're 4th of July fireworks. It was pretty cool. We hooked it up to the TV. And considering it was raining in Pennsylvania, mm. it was kind of nice to see fireworks in the comfort of my own home. Um, then July 11th, that's, they're going to show the Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. Oh. And then July 18th is the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Um, and then July 25th is going to be the Paint the Night Parade at Disneyland. Um, so what I'm going to do is, like, as the dates get closer, I'll post links to Facebook and Twitter. So if anyone wants to view these live. Unfortunately, you, can. you can't post the actual link to, like, Five minutes before it goes live okay. so you have yeah. to go to disneyparksblog.com they've gone much better about this they put the link right at the top of of that home page um and the stream was fantastic we've watched 
going back two years, and it was so ch- like I think even last year we watched the Fourth of July breaks up. You, you get the buffering. It, it this year was crystal clear, yeah. high def. Um, it, it was it was really high quality. So if it's just something to sounds like fun. You want to bring yeah, no, especially on a, on a Monday night. That's they're all Mondays when they're doing oh, this. Nice. So, that's nice. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one. Um, uh, it's a video game. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens just mm. came out on June 28th. And for those familiar with the uh, Lego video games, they're very fun. They're very kid-friendly. I know that's really not what this uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast aesthetic is about, but they're they're really fun. And, um, they're adult-friendly, too. I think they're fun. They are. Yeah, they're I mean, adult-friendly as well. They Enjoyable. It, and this one's gotten rave reviews and... Um, it's cool. I've, I've heard, I haven't played it, but from what I gather, it starts you out and it's the whole Lego theming and it's really cute. But uh, if you like this, if you like Star Wars and The Force Awakens and there's a bunch of, bunch of um, it takes the movie and goes a little more in depth with a, a lot of cool side quests, um, including one that tells you the story of how C-3PO got his red arm. So those of you who saw the movie and... Um, I think C-3PO makes some offhanded comment like, and you <laughs> didn't joke. even say anything about my red arm. You might not recognize me because of this red... What, yeah. Something to that effect. Apparently yeah. there's a side quest in Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens that um, gives the origin of how C-3PO got that arm. So if that's something that interests you, you should that's, check that that's out. That's a tantalizing uh, lead there. Yeah, those games are fun. And they're uh, fun co-op games to play with your friend or spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever whatever so that's it it's supposed to be really good go play it i have a last call go in one week matt and i are going to be in disneyland (laughs) and then in a week and a half we're going to be at comic-con in san diego um so matt and i have made it our mission to follow all things disney at comic-con um, we're going to be posting videos to our YouTube, which we'll link up with our Facebook. Um, it's going to be really fun. They've announced some very interesting panels. There's going to be a Moana panel. Mm. and um, Beauty and the Beast 25th anniversary. And, uh, yes, with the directors. And I'm sure they'll have some really good surprise Emma, Emma guests. Emma Watson with the new live action? No. Perhaps? No? No. no. I no. doubt. Doubtful. I would doubt it. Oh. Um, it's going to be the um the 25th of the animated animated. i can imagine though that they may have some voice talent there maybe angela lansbury that would be fantastic it does say it says the three main uh the two directors what's his name are you asking me the directors of no no no. there were the two directors and then the guy who you love oh glenn keen glenn keen will be there and then uh yeah yeah so we watched i like kind of uh forced matt to watch waking sleeping beauty again last night for like the fourth time oh we just watched that the other day is that is that available on netflix no no but you can borrow mine um and man because i said if we see either of these guys on the comic-con floor (laughs) and i'm going bananas like trying to talk to them and you don't know who they are, I will kill you. Yeah, and, and that's totally fair. And I'm happy you made me rewatch we it. We watched because... it through um, Turner Classic Movies, the yes. TCM. Yes. At the end of June, they had a big Disney run from the vault or whatever. 
And uh, we rec- they ran it at like, I think it was like one in the morning or something. We just DVR'd it and it was, it's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. It's it is so, so good. It's so it's sad. Most, God, it's so sad. It's very sad. It I is. feel like that's a, a topic of a future podcast is Disney documentaries. Oh, yeah. I've got oh, some. I've got, I mean, maybe like, not a whole pod. Well, it could be a topic. Could be I've got topic. like four off the top of my head that are so good. Well, yeah, don't spoil it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll give them away, give them away, give them away now. <laughs> Very topical on the, Red Hot so, Chili Peppers reference. The next episode will be... The next episode is going to be our pre-recorded episode where we're going to talk about uh, Scott's first Disneyland trip. Yes. Which will not be in two it weeks. It will not be in two weeks. That will but, be in September. Um, but we will be talking about like First Timer's Guide to Disneyland. Right. And we'll also, Holly and I will be in Disney World the 23rd through the 28th, so. Please make sure you're following us on, especially Facebook, because I think Facebook is going to be our hub. (laughs) (laughs) That was the weakest laugh. Um, Of all, to kind of point you in the direction of either YouTube or you know, Pinterest, or that'll kind of be the hub to show you where. Yeah, to we're gonna try and, and especially the new material that's down there, Soren, uh, Frozen Ever After, all the Animal Kingdom stuff. Even you know, we're gonna try the lounge at um, Morimoto's. You know, maybe we'll post some pics of of food and drinks that are available there. Pick a pearl. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pick a pearl. Yeah. yeah so um, look for some content on there. Oh, one more um, um, Comic-Con point. I was trying to look this up while you guys were talking. Um, Speaking of documentaries, um, Floyd Norman, who is a Disney legend, and I believe he's a legend, and uh, he's an animator, they're doing a documentary release at Comic-Con, and he's worked on some really great movies, and um, in that panel that they talk about the uh, documentary, it's going to be Don Hahn, who produced Maleficent, uh, Gary Truesdale, who directed Beauty and the Beast. Leonard Malton will be there. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really cool. So, we will, Catherine and I will be giving you all that news. Um, we'll be posting videos on YouTube. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Yeah, we're going to be trying really hard to see all the Disney stuff we can see. And by Disney, I am including Marvel and Star Wars and Pixar in, in that umbrella. So, yeah. I'll and be my, looking forward to it. My favorite Disney artist will be there, and I go buy something from her every year, so I know I at least will have that to look forward to. So yeah. we'll be chronicling this all via social media. Yes, and um, hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram. We are WDW Happy Hour. Very easy to find. You can email us with any questions or comments. We are wdwhappyhour at gmail.com, facebook.com slash wdwhappyhour. We've got Pinterest. Pinterest. And YouTube. YouTube. Hit us up. All the things. And I would ask, if if you're enjoying this, maybe share our page on Facebook or... That's a very tepid response. If you're liking this, tell your friends. Yeah. Not maybe. Do it. Well, he's giving a more specific Right. I'm just asking, you know, people to... Put some word of mouth out there, you know. Everybody knows that crazy Disney fan. Um, so if you're listening and you're enjoying it, just share it. The more positive response we get, the more we're inclined to come on here and give you quality content. So. Absolutely. And thanks for the review, the person on iTunes. And I don't think I said phenomenal at all during this podcast. So 
Isn't that phenomenal? It's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I think it's funny. I didn't even notice I did that, and I find myself super aware of myself. So, <laughs> thank you. Way to give her a complex. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys, this was fun. Cool. All right. And we can actually do a cheers. So this I'm going to do with my glass bottle because that won't make because, any noise. No, I have a can. This is dumb. Okay. All right. <laughs> cheers, well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers. cheers.